Hello everybody, my name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be talking about Jordan Peterson openly blaspheming God, openly teaching heresy to his very large audience. And this is a major concern. Uh, not just for the overall movement and discussion and theology everywhere, but this is further indication that Jordan Peterson is far from the kingdom of God. He is far from it. He's not close to it. He's not a truth seeker. He is a false teacher in a sense. Not in the sense that he comes as a wolf in sheep's clothing, but he is a wolf in wolves clothing. Like he's not really pretending to be a Christian teacher, but he is nonetheless using his prominent platform in conservative media to undermine Christianity. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, in the past, we've talked about Jordan Peterson not being a good influence. Um, you know, obviously, personal hypocrisy aside, he's not exactly right wing. Uh, he is very much pro-feminism, uh, very much pro-Me Too movement. He was very much pro-lockdowns, pro-mandates. And he was furthermore, or to, to his credit, he is good on the issue of, in, of the environment. But he's famous for taking the so-called bold stand of saying, I don't want to be compelled to use your preferred pronouns, but if you ask me to nicely, I will. That was considered a bold stance, even though it still displays a lack of character. And Jordan Peterson is also the one doing Bible lectures so lectures on books of the bible and it's from these lectures that dennis prager defended anime cp to that audience so uh first i want to start off with a bible verse and that is mark twelve thirty four. when jesus saw that he had answered intelligently he said to him you are not far from the kingdom of god after that, no one would venture to ask him any more questions. Jesus is talking about the scribe. Um, this is the scribe that asked them, what is the greatest commandment in scripture? And they had a nice dialogue in scripture. And the scribe likes what Jesus says. Jesus likes what the scribe says and says he's not far from the kingdom of God. Jordan Peterson is not that scribe. He is far from the kingdom of God. And we're going to play a clip from his channel that is just highly indicative of that. But first, I want to let you know Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support us over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. That's our Patreon-like system. But the least you can do is like this video, subscribe to the channel if you are new. So this is Jordan Peterson's Why I'm Pro-Muslim but Anti-Thug. Now again, if you're a Christian, you can't really be pro-Muslim. Uh, this We're going to listen to this at 1.25 speed. Just want to disclose that. And we're going to play the beginning and end of this video. Because a lot of what's said in the middle really doesn't matter. But this part does. I have done this because I believe that Jews, Christians, and Muslims share more in common than in division. And because I know... That since there is no such thing as a world without religion, 
We all must do what is best with what we have been bequeathed. I find myself in some arguably serious online trouble this week, nonetheless, although I realize I'm far from alone in this because I indicated my desire that the authorities in Israel give the terrorists who invaded their land and tortured and killed their citizens the hell that they most truly deserve. How could I say such a thing while simultaneously maintaining my desire for a rapprochement between the peoples of the Abrahamic tradition? Let us begin that discussion by rendering unto Caesar what is Caesar's and unto God what is God's. The attack on Israel last week by the monsters of Hamas occurred, as far as I am concerned, not because Muslims and Jews must by religious necessity be at each other's throats, but because Iran, a country run by thugs and deemed so even by its own people, has become very concerned that the rulers of Saudi Arabia will continue in their laudable attempts to formulate a productive peace with Israel. For All right, so that's clip number one. Couple issues apparent. Jordan Peterson believes and teaches that Christians, Jews, and Muslims worship the same God. This is heresy on all counts. Christians and Muslims do not worship the same God. Christians and Jews do not worship the same God. Um, it's very obvious. Now, one of those statements is controversial. That's the Christians and Jews don't worship the same God. But if you do not have Christ, you do not have the Father. Clearly taught in Scripture. And to assert otherwise, to assert that you can have a relationship with God without Jesus is heresy. So, with that said, let's move on to some other errors. Second, the assumption that the Iranian regime is unpopular with the Iranian people. That's an assumption. We don't really know how grassroots, let's put it that way, the Iranian revolution was, the 2022 revolution, so-called revolution was. Was it just a CIA astroturf? Or is it just feminism in Iran run amok? Because he makes some very, again, feminist comments because Jordan Peterson is a feminist. He's left-wing, remember. Um, so he makes a lot of uh, comments regarding that. And then he also wants to assert that Iran is not religious. That they aren't doing this out of some adherence to Islam. Again, spoken like someone that really doesn't know history. So that's clip number one. We're going to skip the part because he wants to psychoanalyze all these different groups, diagnose personality disorders. And I'm just not into that because, you know, psychology is kind of fake and gay. So we're going to move on to the end, which is going to be a more lengthy clip. Genuinely practicing your faith. Do you really think... So the context here, to set up the context, Jordan Peterson is expressing his frustration that the only people, according to him, in the West that support Hamas are the communists, the gays, and he's talking about how this is a suicidal relationship. So that's the context here. It's like, do Muslims in the East really want to be associated with the gay protesters in the West. It's a stupid argument because 
It's not like Hamas isn't getting regional support from Jordan, from Iran, from other Arab countries that really don't like what they're doing. Or what, you know, they really don't like the Israelis. Because again, Jordan Peterson asserts, and probably not incorrectly, that Hamas wants to undermine the Abrahamic Accords. That's his argument. That's not a bad argument. That's not an original argument of his either. But that's his argument. Do you have anything in common with those who have aligned themselves with you in the West in the past week? Are those the brave and forthright comrades in arm whose support lends credence to the eternal and endlessly manipulable Muslim against Jew story? And tell me again how that alliance is better for your faith and your people than recognition of your Abrahamic commonality with the Christians and present-day descendants of the ancient Hebrews. All right, let's pause right there. Why would Muslims align with the gays and the communists and oppose the Christians? Because they all serve their father, the devil? Duh. If you were a Christian, this wouldn't be a shock to you. Islam is willing to make an alliance with the Democrats. And... Part of that alliance will probably include open borders so they can Islamify the United States. That's what's going on in Europe. That's what's going on in Canada. That's what's going to go on in the United States if Nikki Haley gets her way and all those Gazans come over here. So there's a reason why the Democrats and the Muslim community have an alliance going on. It's because they both hate God and the Muslims and the Democrats see this as I'm using the other. But Islam has been around a lot longer. They've been fighting God a lot longer than the Democrats have. And I give the Muslims the upper hand in this arrangement. They can outlast the Democrats. They can outlast liberalism because liberalism is parasitic. And you're seeing that develop in Western culture that the later stages of liberalism are cancerous to our societies. That's not infecting the Muslims as much. They have higher birth rates. They aren't going with the gay stuff. So it's clear that the Muslims are using the Democrats more than the other way around. Moreover, um, I like how he frames like the Jews as also allies of the Christians here in the West. Not true at all. Jews vote overwhelmingly Democrat. They donate overwhelmingly, or the top Democrat donors overwhelmingly Jewish. The Biden administration, very much Jewish. And also along those lines, the modern Ashkenazi Jew is not in my mind, historically speaking, they are not the descendants of the biblical Hebrews. Kind of a historical fact that a lot of people don't want to admit, but facts is facts. So we've already covered the logic behind that statement in the last stream on the Gaza-Israeli or war. So we did a stream on that. We covered this argument there. So I'm not going to rehash the point, but it is a non sequitur fallacy to commit to associate past Jews with current Jews. 
And tell me too how the decentralized structure of your religion, admirable in so many regards, protects it against capture under situations of duress by the bloody psychopaths who make a faith nothing but a front for criminal evil. I'm not saying we're any better in the West. Our susceptibility to the blandishments of the postmodern Marxist dark tetrad mob is a weakness of equivalent danger. But it's your people taking central stage right now, and your people who have to make a wise decision. Or else, and it's a big or else. The Saudis and the other signees of the Abraham Accords have a stark choice in front of them, as do the distributed and various people of the Islamic world. They and you can allow the thugs, particularly those in Iran and Palestine, to triumph in their propagandistic efforts to prop up their own dismal, miserable, and tyrannical states. They and you can, in consequence, scuttle the new peace treaty signed with Israel, forego all the obvious benefits for the Muslim world offered by that agreement, and to acquiesce to continued rule by the cruelest of hypocrites, misusing faith in the worst possible of ways. What is the famed second commandment of Moses? Do not use God's name in vain. That's the third commandment, but there's some debate on the numbers, but yeah, we Protestants consider that the third commandment. What does that mean? It does not mean do not swear, or if it does, that is its most trivial warning. It means much more fundamentally, do not attribute to yourself the virtue of the divine when acting on your own behalf, let alone when acting in the thrall of the forces of darkness themselves. This sentiment is reinforced at least three times by Christ himself in the Gospels. First, when he says, and when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Second, pointing to the moral hazard in doing good works other than privately. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. And third, when he says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Once again, the mere claim that it is religious conviction that motivates personal action is no proof whatsoever that such is the case. It is very difficult to aim upward in alliance with the spirit that wishes everything well and in keeping with the truth. It is a path rife with moral hazard and the public display of virtue, including the adoption of high church or mosque or synagogue position, is not any guarantee that the God claimed to be present is in fact there. Can we take a moment to say how retarded it is for Jordan Peterson to invoke Jesus and his teaching, specifically a teaching in which he invokes his divinity to appeal to Muslims? Can we talk about how retarded that is? Quite the contrary, all too often. The Saudis and you in the Muslim world more generally could instead remove the beam from your eyes as we should equally in the West, see what is so starkly manifesting itself in the world, turn away from the terrible tempting path of righteous destruction, continue the work already begun in uniting the people of the book, and thereby bring a productive, generous, wise, and lasting peace to this benighted, but still not yet doomed, and even potentially wonderful green and blue orb. We need a transcendental axis to revolve around, to move us beyond a blinkered materialism, to protect us against a foolish populism, and to lift up our eyes to the eternal heaven beckoning above us. In the West, we have that for all the faults of the followers of the creeds, and even with the creeds themselves as currently understood in the form of Islam, Christianity, and Judaism. We need our Abrahamic faith, lest the hedonistic pagans, and worse, prevail, and we need to stand united behind it. 
And that is why I'm pro-Muslim, but anti-thug. And if you are a true follower of Allah, that is the decision that is incumbent upon you in equal measure. And that goes as well for the Christians and the Jews. So, very stupid argument by Jordan Peterson trying to appeal to Muslims using the Bible rather than their own faith. Notice he doesn't quote any of the Quran. And the reason is because Hamas knows the Quran better than he does. Iran knows the Quran better than he does. Any Muslim knows the Quran better than he does. And he knows he's going to get clowned on that if he goes down in that direction. Now, he should know that he, if he wants to go down the Bible route, he's going to get clowned also. Um, but... He has hubris. Now, maybe you're familiar with the meme of Jordan Peterson saying, you know, this is a video for the Muslims. This is my message for the Christians. And there's no message for the Jews. Now, interestingly enough, he wants to talk about communism. He wants to talk about wokeness. Doesn't want to point out that, you know, the Bolshevism that was seen in the Soviet Union in Russia is the same type of Bolshevism that was in the Frankfurt School, heavily Jewish, just saying. Um, so even, you know, Winston Churchill saw that, you know, many Jews were down with Bolshevism. Now, I, I believe Winston Churchill thought that Zionism was the solution to that. Like, if we can just get them all on the Zionist bandwagon, they'll abandon the Bolshevism bandwagon. But obviously, history tells a different story than that as to what happens. So very ironic, but you can fight paganism with paganism. Uh, joining forces with Christianity is Jordan Peterson's main argument, because at the end of the day, he's not a Christian. He is not close to the kingdom of God. He is far from the kingdom of God. And he's trying to drag people with him. So anyway, that's all I got to say about that. My name is Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like this content, also subscribe to the channel. Have a blessed day. We will catch you on the next one.